Hey, this is Sebastian from the Metal Gods Meltdown, and this evening I'm joined by Joel Hoekstra from White Snake and Joel Hoekstra's Thirteen. It's been a few years since your debut album with Joel Hoekstra Thirteen. Running games has been out a short while now. How pleased are you with the feedback so far from media and your fans? I think the feedback has been really great, and that makes me happy because you never know when you're finishing these things up. You have no perspective anymore. You're so close to it. So um, I'm thrilled to see it uh, received so well. Was it a worry to have the album being released during the pandemic? No, I wouldn't say so. I mean, if anything, I, I think people are paying a lot of attention to, to music that's being released right now because they're not out going to concerts. So uh, as far as releasing a, a recording, I think it's an actual benefit. So obviously you've not been able to get in the studio or anything. Has it been frustrating or have you lived on Zoom while you have been in lockdown over there? I've pretty much been spending, I've been on Skype a whole lot because I'm teaching guitar lessons. It's kind of my bread and butter, my income. So I'm doing uh, 30 students a week and doing sessions for people and cameos, those personalized messages. And that's kind of all like the bread and butter stuff. And then uh, on top of that, just doing quarantine jams for fun, obviously releasing the album, uh, but writing with people for projects. So yeah, th things have been going really well as far as just being busy and keeping things moving. I certainly miss touring. I, I say quite often that uh, getting paid to see the world and play for thousands of people is just hard to beat. Of course, all of the tracks will be your babies, but do you have a favorite on the album today and why? I really don't, man. Just because, I mean, my goal is to have every song be good and have this be an album that people can put on old school style and listen to the whole thing and hopefully find it to be all killer, no filler. Uh, so I definitely went for making sure that every track was really strong. So I, I recorded more than needed really for it. I did 13 tracks and I think they ended up doing one as a digital bonus track and one as a Japanese bonus track only. So um, I feel like the songs are strong. You've already got loads of material for the next album then. Ah, well, I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to the next one. I haven't written anything for it yet. My my next thing after this was really getting the, the riffs into Michael Sweet for our project with Nathan James. So that was my next writing project. And then uh, I've been writing with my friend Jim Peterick for an album he's producing. Uh, so that's kind of been the, the writing end of things. But definitely next on the slate, I would say, is getting the songs going for the, the next one of these. some states over in the US that are having shows um, do you think this is going to be possible this year for you to get back out on the road it's going to be difficult isn't it or would you or have you done some kind of stream just doing the whole album playthrough sort of thing is that something you thought about well, the playthrough stuff, I did the three singles with Guitar World, so people can watch me play through it, and, and I give a little lesson on the solo. That stuff's up on YouTube. In regards to getting out and touring, uh, that you know that's tricky because I, I work with bigger acts, so bigger crowds, and, and acts that like to tour tour, not do like an isolated fly date. You know, Whitesake usually does a proper tour, and Trans-Siberian Orchestra does a proper tour, so... Um, you know, finger, fingers are crossed to have that come back sooner than anticipated. But, you, you know, man, I, I've been trying to treat it like it's never coming back. And that way I just stay busy and 
focused on the now, on what's happening right now. And uh, I'll be, I'll wrap my arms around it and be happy as hell if we get back out and play. But in the meantime, I'm just going to do my best to keep working hard, you know? I mean, it must be a bit of a worry with the White Snake side of things, with David Covered all getting on, we're all aging. Do you think that David and White Snake will ever get back out on tour again? I don't know. I mean, I think that the stage we're at, it's more about like, let's get the world open and take it from there. I mean, that's obviously going to be David's call. And the sooner that we can make that happen, then I think the chances definitely get a lot better. I mean, I, I think he's gone on record as saying he's like, he'd like to do a, a farewell tour. Um, and I'm sure he would view that as being uh, an extensive tour. I don't think it would be like, you know, just a little one. So, um, Fingers are crossed that we can make that happen. You're stuck in lockdown for a year. Which musician, dead or alive, would you have with you? Gosh, I don't know that I. I don't know that I have anybody. I, I think it's been fun to collaborate with some different people on these quarantine jams that have kind of circulated during this time. Gives you an opportunity to work with some people you never worked with. Um, and do so in a low pressure environment because it's not for commercial release, you know, it's just to entertain the fans in the meantime. So, um, that's, that's been kind of cool during this. I don't know that I can come up with one person that I'd want to be, I don't, I'd prefer to have no lockdown. <laughs> Wouldn't we all, man? Wouldn't we all? Okay. Of course, you've really had many, many outstanding moments in your career, but which one springs to mind straight away today? Uh, that's another tough one because I've just gone through a career that's just been a lot of smaller steps to lead me to where I am today. So sometimes when people ask me about what my big break was, um, it's, it's hard to answer that. I, I, I would say to a degree it was getting Love Janice, which was a theater gig, and that brought me to New York City. But it was the first time that I wasn't teaching guitar and only performing uh, and that, that began a string of about 20 years of that happening. So that was a big break for me in many ways. And of course, uh, joining Night Ranger, because that brought me to like play in a, a, a national act that was big and people would want to, you know, have your picture and autograph and all that good stuff. And so that was certainly a big break. And then uh, Rock of Ages, having that financially for me was a big break. Uh, that led to six plus years of having a gig every day. And uh, TSO, first time headlining arenas, really. And, and certainly Whitesnake with uh, getting out internationally has uh, been a really big thing. And, and uh, obviously all the great things that come along with being a part of Whitesnake. So uh, lots, of, lots of breaks. If you hadn't made it as a successful musician, what do you think your career would have been? Uh, something creative, something where I could uh, still feel like a creative individual. I think that's definitely my my strong suit but the the music thing is definitely with me from the time i was so young man you know my parents being classical musicians so uh music is definitely far and away the the number one choice but something where i could be creative man so gene simmons recently said rock is dead again recently what are your <laughs> yeah what are your feelings on this I mean, maybe it's not as big as it used to be, but I don't really care, mate. I mean, I just do what I do, and I, I've never been too concerned about uh, being what's cool at the moment, you know, or hip at the moment. Um, as long as I can just keep making a living as a guitar player and doing what I love, then then I'm good, man, you know? Uh, so whether or not it's bigger than hip-hop, I, I doesn't really concern me. Right, when you get out on stage with White Snake, how must it feel and 
what is your favorite song to play and do you just like i don't know go and get spaced out and think oh my god this is amazing do you ever have that feeling um i'm usually pretty focused on just doing the best job i can but i mean it, it feels great to be a part of the band there's an amazing history there and i'm proud to be a small part of it and Obviously, a great catalog of music, great guys to work with, you know, some rock legends with David Coverdale and Tommy Aldridge, but also guys who are on my level, just kind of enthused to be there, uh, Michele Lupi and, and Michael Devin. Um, so just working with, with everybody in the band, I enjoy all the guys a lot. I enjoy our lineup. Um, love David as a, as a boss and as a friend. He's a great dude. So uh, it's been nothing but positive as far as I'm concerned. Um as far as I'm pretty focused on the gig at the moment, but I have lots of moments where I'm like, wow, it's, that is, it's cool. I'll have my, I got, I call them moments of clarity where you go like, geez, that is awesome that I'm part of this. <laughs> I can imagine, honestly. Okay. This one, you might not want to answer. Can you tell me what has been the most outrageous thing you've done in the name of rock and roll? I'd have to say some of the, some of the stuff with TSO getting on those lifts and everything, you know, I'm, I'm scared of heights. So when they send me out on those lifts and I'm out over the arena, basically up to the upper deck and I'm standing out there playing on my guitar. I mean, there's part of me that's, (laughs) that's, uh, that's fearing that I'll never, uh, see the, the stage again because, uh, you know, should I, I fall, that would be it for me. So I would say that stuff. That's always a moment where I'm like, all right, I just got to do this because it's all in the name of rock. You know, it's like, it's all in the name of a good show. And so try to conquer your fears. What would you like to be remembered for in a hundred years time? Uh, you know, just being a, being a good person and somebody who is, I guess, uh, relatively good at what I do with, with playing guitar and, um, uh, hopefully do, just do it all the right way, you know? So people look back and be like, yeah, you know, that, that dude was a good player and a good guy. Excellent. Okay. Can you give me four words to describe Joel Hoekstra? Um, uh, let's see. Uh... Grateful, um, working, <laughs> um, focused, and um, let's see, forgiving. Okay, that's brilliant. Okay, so it's just a quick fire round now, just five questions, either or either, for fun, yeah? So festival or small intimate gig? Oh, I think there's charms to each, mate, you know? I mean, it's great to play the really huge gigs, but also some of the most magical gigs I've had have been small ones, man. So um, I'm always grateful to be playing and making a living. You just do the best you can at every turn. I'm sure most most artists would probably give you that answer, you know? Um, I'd say that the really huge ones are harder to come by, so maybe maybe I'll answer that simply because of that. I mean, I've done a whole lot of club gigs and intimate gigs in my life, and and maybe not as many of the 100,000 people at a festival. So I'll go with the 100,000 at the festival. Excellent. Pizza or beer? Pizza. I don't even drink anymore, man. Vinyl or digital? Uh, well, I don't own a record player, so i got to be honest, digital. But, I mean, I see that. I see the charm in vinyl. I just don't have one. <laughs> okay, so going down American food food world here. Uh, macaroni cheese or hot dogs? Uh, I'm not that big on either, you know. Uh, I say they're each, like, okay. Deep Purple or Ozzy Osbourne? 
Uh, are we including Black Sabbath with Ozzy Osbourne? Yeah. Then I, I got to go with that because I, I grew up, that was more in my time frame. I grew up more with Black Sabbath than I did with Deep Purple. Cool. Brilliant. All right, I want to thank you so much for your time. Do you have any final words for your fans and our listeners? Just thank you so much. Anybody that's streamed a song or um, bought an album or come to a concert or just even written words of encouragement, uh, thank you because you've helped me to live my dream to this point. So that's amazing. Thank <laughs> you.